If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of the Mum and Mum podcast, brought to you as always by the lovely Golding Accountancy. We are golding.com. How are you? I am good. I'm just trying to turn my sound off on my computer and I can't. Oh, that's it. And my phone. Because no doubt someone will try and contact me as soon as I start recording. How are you? I am good. Um, I did a really good podcast yesterday, which I think is actually going to be three podcasts. <laughs> the... Um, this will come out in a few weeks, but the lovely Henry Haight, who, um, well, you might know him because he was the one who tattooed Amy Winehouse's famous lady tattoo on her arm. He, um, I met him, oh God, I think it's got to be about 14 years ago now, um, and started getting tattooed with him, but he's lovely. I love Henry, I've not seen him for ages, and he, he listens to the podcast, and he got in touch with me saying that he'd like, I should do one about how mums can influence their kids' creativity, and I was like, well, I'd wanted to get him on anyway, because he's lived a life, and um, I was like, why don't you talk about that? So I did a, we, he came around yesterday, we talked for two hours before we started recording and we recorded for three hours <laughs> but it was I loved it he's so interesting and yeah so I'm excited about that so you'll hear that soon but this week I have the lovely Christina Morris Christina is another one of my wonderful friend Nicole's suggestions um, because she got a haircut by her and she's written a book on anxiety in pregnancy now I didn't know that this was a thing but apparently one in five women get it and it's um, maternal mental health week this week so that's worked out nicely but um yeah she um she she basically got anxiety during her pregnancy and she wrote a book about it afterwards um called strong mothers which you can find um on all good book shops amazon basically but everywhere else as well because don't buy from amazon but um or do i mean it's your life i buy everything from amazon and hate myself for it (laughs) anyway i'm babbling here is christina there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care plush care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe fda-approved weight loss medications like wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify 
Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.
good. So it's not yeah. always necessarily the worst. Yeah, yeah. I think also, like, they feed off your energy, don't they? So if yes. you're going to be panicky and, like, ah, they're going to be a nightmare, they probably will be. Yeah, I remember, <laughs> actually, I think it was on that flight, there was a kid sitting behind us mm-hmm. who literally was just crying for the whole flight, but his mum just didn't care. Yeah. I mean, obviously, there's... You can't really do that much if they are crying. Yeah. But she was literally just sitting there watching a film, just completely ignoring him. And I was a bit like, I'd just be so embarrassed. Yeah. Because obviously it was distressing to other people. Mm-hmm. I think he was he was older. He wasn't like a baby. Right. You have to remember now because this was quite a long time ago. But I do just remember thinking, at least just see to him, give him yeah. some sweets or something. I mean, I know it's not ideal, but you just want to shut him up, don't you? When yeah, yeah. Weird. But everyone has different things. Approaches, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, each to their own, yeah. And it's funny, when you have babies, because I was like, they're not going to have any chocolate, they're not going to watch TV, mm-hmm. they're not, you know, but yeah. it's... Yeah, yeah, I know. It's a thing for a quiet life. Exactly, yeah, I do find that, like, I try not to, like, you know, let them have too much screen time and everything, because, yeah. you know, like, more and more kids are wearing glasses now, like with each generation. So a friend is, really? yeah, a friend's an optician, and um, she's seeing more and more children because they've all got iPads and things. So because I know that information, yeah. I only try and like you know if it's like really desperate times. But I did say yeah. to myself, oh, I'd never do it. But you know, <laughs> realistically, sometimes you need something else. And it so. is the way the world is now. We mm-hmm. are on screens a lot more, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I'm, I work on my phone on my computer exactly. all the time. Yeah. So yeah, it's hard it. to. Because that's what I get when I'm like, no, you've had enough. They're like, but you're on your phone. And I'm like, I know, but I'm working. <laughs> but it doesn't, obviously, they don't understand that. Yeah, but yeah, it is hard. Yeah, yeah, no, that's it. Um, so, how many books have you written? So, I have written three now. So, um, so I've written... Um, so, how I got into it initially was... Um, I'm a black belt kickboxer and a sensei. Um, oh, wow. yeah. Do you still do that? Yeah, yeah. You do. Do you teach? Yes. You yeah, do well. Yeah. <laughs> so um, in um, Hackney. Okay. Yeah. So um, so it's like when you become a black belt, you become a, a sensei, so a teacher. Yeah. So I would like assist with a class if if she needs me to. And Maria, who teaches the class, has become like a good friend now and um and she was also in the book that I was in okay. so um so basically our friend Joe, uh when she became a black belt same time as me um asked if we wanted to be involved in um in this book called um black belt women lessons on perseverance uh, which of course we did and then I wrote a chapter and um so did my teacher Maria um, and then that's how I met the publisher of Brave Healer Productions and Laura, the CEO from that. Um, and so then things started, you know, snowballing and, and I, I wrote two more books. So, yeah. But the other books aren't on kickboxing? No, so no. the other books are... So one of them is just uh, a children's book, uh, which I self-published, um, and I want to do more of that, because yeah. um, now I've got a baby, and I, I like writing those. Um, but the other book is like the one that I'm really proud of, because um, basically when I was pregnant, um, I had like antenatal anxiety, and I had no idea that that was even a thing. Um, I didn't like, know that was a thing. What is that? Yeah. 
So like one in five women experience it, uh, yeah, which is like madness because you just expect to be like glowing and like loving your bump and loving pregnancy but it's really not like that for everyone and it often happens if it's a surprise pregnancy okay. um, and but there could be many reasons why it happens um, and so I was just like felt really on edge and I w it was a pandemic pregnancy as well so I was just like yeah I my husband couldn't come to any of the appointments I, c I didn't see any of my family none of them saw me pregnant oh um God. yeah so it was like of course because I suppose they're all quite far away up north yeah. yeah so like I saw like my husband's side luckily um randomly both my sister-in-laws were also pregnant uh, so that was nice but um yeah it was just like a weird experience so it's kind of no wonder that it happened because it was a weird experience yeah. then you throw hormones into the mix so, so how did yeah. you feel so I just felt like um like I wasn't going to be a good mum oh, yeah and like I just felt like oh god maybe I'm not meant to be a mum even though I'd always wanted that yeah, yeah. god I feel like emotional no, talking about uh, it yeah, well, I can completely yeah. <laughs> so when did it keep when did that kick in just like straight away yeah were you like it the whole nine months no luckily um that's why I had the idea for the book yeah. because I was able to get myself better so um basically I started cycling every day i read like self-help books like hundreds of self-help books i like and then i so i learned different things from those books like writing a gratitude list um meditation etc things like that so basically i wrote a gratitude list every day 10 things that day like that i was appreciative for in my life and then i'd get up every morning before work because I couldn't leave the house because I was working from home and um, you know like you were only allowed yeah, for yeah. exercise and um, I'd exercise every day throughout the whole eight months of my pregnancy um, and then because we weren't really allowed to kickbox we'd like meet in the park so I kept that going too yeah. but I think it was the exercise the meditation and the gratitude lists that completely like just transformed so by like month five I started feeling like a little bit better yeah. and then um, towards the end of the pregnancy I started like looking forward to him coming yeah. um, and so yeah it, so because I was able to because I really thought in the first month few months like oh my god I'm gonna have postnatal depression oh um, I'm, I'm definitely gonna get it and like you know you just kept thinking because I'm like if I, I never even knew you could feel this way in pregnancy yeah. so if I feel this way now how will I feel then but because I got myself better and because I knew the publisher I just said like I've had this idea yeah. because I want to share how I got myself better and I'd like to include other mothers who have more experience because obviously I'm only new to my motherhood journey yeah. and they can share their tips and tools too. So there's, a, there's 19 other women in the book and they've all got like, you know, tips on like, um, you know, like adoption or having like a transgender child or um, becoming a mother to your mum when she has Alzheimer's so there's all different like wow. tools and different tips and so there's like breathing exercises in there yoga moves and things that you can do to help
help yourself. But mine's all about um, yeah, exercise and yeah. gratitude. So yeah. Were you into kind of like meditation and then? No, not really. No, no, not at so all. So it wasn't like something you already had. No, so I like in kickboxing, you do a lot of breathing work and things like that. Yeah. So I've done that, but but yeah, no, not really. And oh wow! Then, so, but I mean, it's good. I think if well, I just think if you are feeling low, mm-hmm. it's hard to do things for yourself to make yourself feel better. Because I think it's very easy yeah. to say, oh, you know. Yeah, go to the gym or do this exactly. or that. But when you feel like shit, you don't really do that. But that's amazing that you were able to yeah. do that. Yeah, I think <laughs> it was just like, so yeah, just one day it just clicked. Like you know, well, you will probably not feel great when he comes if if you carry on like yeah. not doing anything about it. Yeah. And so yeah, I just started trying to look for ways to you know, make myself feel better and things like that and So did um, you Google about how you felt? Like how did you Yeah, so I I I basically spoke to someone through um Panda's charity. Yes, yeah I know. Yeah. Yeah. And I kind of like, you know, figured out that was kind of um what I was going through. How did you find them? Um I think through Google. Okay. Yeah. And then they gave me some advice and and yeah and then also it was probably it was it was kind of like when I started ironically was when I started feeling better that I actually also started seeing a therapist as well um but actually it was weirdly it wasn't like at my lowest point that I went to see her it was like when I could start seeing a bit clearer and thinking well actually this is normal and it's good to talk to someone and it's you know so um so that helped a lot as well um but yeah it was so it's like kind of like a mixture of things that made me better but um that's why it was just like really nice to write the book because if it can help anyone that's amazing that's really amazing yeah (laughs) because it is really important because like you said it is there's so many things that happen in pregnancy Mm. and childbirth and motherhood that yep. you don't have a clue about yeah <laughs> my thing was the piles that was the worst oh, thing when I was pregnant I just remember when I went into when my labour started uh-huh. my piles hurt more than the contractions no at way. first because they were just burning but it's like no one says you get piles when you get pregnant like until obviously yeah. you are and they're like oh yeah everyone gets <laughs> well I think most people get them because of the yeah Pressure. But yeah, there is yeah. so many things that you just don't really know about. So true. Yeah, like even just like I f- like going for a wee after and like yeah. how interesting yeah. things like that. Like people don't really <laughs> tell you that, and then they're like, yeah. And then a, fr- a knowing friend or like my mum or whatnot will be like, make sure you take a jug of water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah. God, I've forgotten about that. Yeah. So there's like but there's just so much to know. I can't believe that one in five women get it. Mm. I mean, I suppose. I don't know if I was worried about what kind of mum I'd be. Yeah. I th- I was just, I was really sick. So yeah. I, that's all I thought about was just how sick I felt. Yeah. For the first however long. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't really enjoy pregnancy. Oh, right. Yeah. I, I didn't hate it, but yeah. it was, I wasn't like all excited and full of the yeah. joys, you know, I just felt like shit, I looked like shit. Yeah. I was away, I just ate all the time. <laughs> I did, I liked the feeling of, the babies inside me yeah but I was just looking forward to them coming out 
about, wasn't. Yeah. Some people really love their pregnancy, don't yeah. they? Yeah. But then that always fascinates me as well, is yeah. how different it is for every person. Yeah, totally. I mean, like, also, because I'd started enjoying it towards the end, then I didn't really want him to come out. Yeah. So, like, because I was like, oh, I'm starting to enjoy this. And then, and also, you've only just got your head around being pregnant, and then it's like, oh, it's a whole different level when baby comes. But um, he was three weeks early as well. Oh, wow. Yeah, and, like, everyone had said, oh, he'll be two weeks late, it's first pregnancy, and then three weeks early yeah I came the day after my baby shower um which was like the rules for lockdown had just lifted that weekend so my mum and dad came down so they'd literally seen me pregnant and I had him the next day yeah and were they there then so I was allowed five people in the house so I had like three mates and my mum and dad um yeah, I know you really just have women, but my dad gets invited. He's, oh he's, a, God, he's a father of girls, so he gets invited to all the girly yeah. stuff. Um, so, yeah. So, so they stayed? So they'd stayed. So they were there when you went into labour then? Oh, sorry. They were, because we only had a small flat at the time, they were like literally round the corner in an Airbnb. Okay. And I rang them because I, basically, it was kind of a, a crazy labour as well. Like, I went into labour early in the morning well sorry my waters broke but I wasn't contracting and so we went into hospital because just to get checked out and then they were like no you can go home yeah and then just as we were leaving uh, I had a contraction and then they were like okay (laughs) and so we like his heart rate started dropping so it was quite like ah and I was like they called a doctor in but because of that my body was like need to get him out so he was only a two hour labour oh my god that's amazing I know it was pretty insane did you have drugs or were you well (laughs) well there wasn't really time I had some a little bit of gas and air but um (laughs) to be honest it was just all go and like which is amazing I'm so glad I didn't labor for like you know so many hours but at the same time it was like bam 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 it was like yeah I can't even like it felt like it happened in two minutes because it was so intense yeah but it was like when he came out it was like amazing and yeah did you know you're having a boy yeah so like because he was not not really planned like he uh, we were like oh well we don't want any more surprises (laughs) but I've always wanted a boy so I was really happy yeah like just as as my first I've always like pictured having a boy um which I know you shouldn't say but we had yeah and he he worked out to be a boy so (laughs) so were your mum and dad there then did they stay down yeah so funnily enough uh so it's like 7am we called them uh, no, so I was born at 7am, so oh, we wow. called them, like, not long after, like, I don't know, like, half an hour, 40 minutes after, and we were like, have you left yet? And they were like, we're fully packed, why? What's happened? And it was like, uh, I've just had a baby. Yeah, it literally just woke up and packed. Oh, that's so lovely. That is, considering the situation, that is so great that it did happen because they were yeah, there. And, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and weirdly as well, like, my in-laws are up from up north as well, and, like, they're never... My mum and dad and them would never be in London at the same time. And my mum and dad were meant to be leaving that day, and the in-laws were on the way down. Oh. And so, like, we were like, are you on your way down? Because we just had a baby. <laughs> so it was just, it was like, yeah, very, like, 
you know, just oh, meant to be. Yeah. So did you have to stay in the hospital or did they want you out as soon as possible? Well, <laughs> I had to stay in all day. So I left, uh, so it was like, he was born at 7.08 and then I left about 11, half 11 at night. Okay. So, but to be honest, they said at that point, they were like, oh, well, you can stay if you want. But I was like really glad to go home. I just wanted to be home. Yeah. And and also really luckily that day they'd lifted the rules where dads could stay. Because okay. um, the, that was, he was born on a Monday. Yeah. And if he would have been born on a Sunday, yeah. Dave would have had to uh, go home. Can you imagine that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's everything that you went through and having a baby and then you've got to do everything on your own. Yeah, because I I know some friends who had to do that and it's, like, just so intense. My cousin did that. She, sadly, she lost a baby. I'm going to get her on the podcast, I hope, one day, but she needs to be ready to talk about it. But she lost him. I think she was 34 weeks, so it was all a big... They don't know what happened. It just... I think it's when... I don't want to say it wrong, but it's when the basically the placenta comes away. Oh, so right, it was just yeah. that this was her third child. Okay. So she'd had two already. Yeah. But it was a complete shock and it was absolutely awful. But yeah. she has gone on to have another baby, little Seamus, oh, who was two a couple of weeks ago, actually. Yeah. But she had to have Seamus on her own because, so this was, he was born in 2020, yeah. Yeah. So she had to do, so I think actually he could have, gone uh-huh. but he was at home looking after the other kids but after having lost a baby yeah. and then having to have her next baby on her own like that was a lot yeah 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 because it was just the fear I mean thank god everything was fine and I don't think she I think she kind of knew that everything would be okay but obviously there's still you know yeah you still kind of had that in the back of your yeah. mind yeah so that's good that everyone was there and, and then I suppose did they stay for a few days yeah, so then they stayed yeah. for the week. Oh, but the lovely. other thing is, because I was like, because of all the anxiety and like, just made me overthink everything. And I thought, oh, well, when he's here, I just, I just want it to be like, just me and Dee and, and the baby. And I don't want, I don't want anyone around. And like, I don't really want, and, and like, it made me think like that. Whereas I'm such a sociable person. Yeah. And like, I love my family around and I love my friends. So it was dead weird like and also it made me like covid anxious as well because yeah. i feel like if i wouldn't have been pregnant during covid i'm quite like a relaxed person so yeah. i don't think i would have been that cautious about it and things do they know what um, causes the anxiety is it hormonal yeah 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 100 yeah, so yeah. like it's just you have like um an imbalance of hormones yeah. and, and also like you know i've experienced anxiety anxious thoughts maybe previously so I think if you're prone to that yep. then then maybe like you're more likely to have it but it can manifest its in multiple ways so for me it was like oh I'm not going to be a good mom maybe I should yeah. not be a mom but for other people it can be like you know um I don't know like that they like various reasons like whether they can um I don't know whether they can provide for the baby or, or yeah. you know or if they'd be emotionally stable enough for the baby or whatnot and like it's kind of the fear of what is to come yeah so so yeah but it does affect like tons of women and another another thing about it is um like a big one apparently is people freak out about their body because you've been through such a massive change it's like whether or not you'll ever have your body back which yeah. you know it's different it always yeah. will be after a baby but 
um, some people get really anxious about that yeah, as well. Yeah. So. So those kids. <laughs> how do? You, how were you after you gave birth? Then did you feel? Did Absolutely you, fine. You were fine. You yeah. didn't get any postnatal it depression. It was. It was amazing actually. Like as soon as he arrived, like I just like it's, it's, it sounds so cheesy, but as soon as I saw him, I was just like, yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm meant to be yeah. his mum, you know. So, yeah. <laughs> so lovely. But then that is, that's another thing, isn't it? Because I, I had my friend on the podcast because his wife um, had postnatal depression. Mm-hmm. And it's, I just can't imagine anything worse than mm. not feeling the connection with. I know. Just because I know how lovely it is yeah. having that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think that must be absolutely horrendous. And I think that's why I felt so lucky because I, I've known like loved ones to have that, um, like friends and, and family and things like that. And, and I know it is so debilitating and you, you know, you don't want to feel like that. And it's mm. like, it's purely, it's your brain playing tricks on you. You know, yeah. you know, it's not really how you, well, it can be how you feel, but yeah, there's just all these hormones and whatnot. I suppose whatnot it's lucky that you were aware that mm. how you were feeling wasn't right. Mm. Because I suppose some people might feel like that and just feel that that's how they feel. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it's, yeah. It's... Which is how it felt like at first. I just felt like, oh, I'm I'm the only person in the world who feels like this, and yeah. I'm completely mad. Like, and then you kind of do a bit of googling and read up on it, and then you're like, oh, actually, um, yeah. yeah. So it's um, yeah. So it was I, mean, a massive I can't relief. believe that it's so common because I've never. Yeah, I and I didn't, um, because I was working from home as well, I didn't have to necessarily announce it for ages. Yeah. Um, and so, but actually a really funny thing happened. We have like this work um, at, in my company, we had like this um, kind of like, it's kind of like MSN for, you know, like back yes. in the day when yeah, you were yeah, doing yeah. the messenger. Or <laughs> yeah. like Skype or something, I guess. But yeah, anyways, and so we have like groups on there and you ping each other messages and whatnot and... My friend knew I was pregnant and had known since, like, you know, early early on. And, and she was pregnant at the same time, too. So um, she told me she had these vivid, crazy dreams. And I started having them. And then I said, oh, it must be, like, a symptom. So I, like, Googled on the NHS. And, yeah, sure enough, vivid dreams is a pregnancy symptom. And I set, went to send it to her. And then all of a sudden on my phone it said, posted. And I thought... Where's that gone? <laughs> like, where did that post to? Anyway, it posted on the uh, company chat, but luckily it wasn't like one with like I don't know with any any anything important. It was um it was a pub drinks oh, chat, okay. so anyone on there was pretty you know sad yeah, yeah, and yeah. whatnot. And then um, and then someone messaged me to say, "Did you mean to post that?" <laughs> I was like, "Oh God, I haven't even told anyone yet at work." So, um, yeah. <laughs> Did you tell everyone? Maybe, but it made it easier to yeah. announce, yeah, so it was fine. Did you find out quite early on in the pregnancy that you were pregnant? or? Uh, yeah, so I was like, um, I was like nine, ten weeks, and funnily enough, okay. I was doing my kickboxing black belt. So I, oh, wow. yeah, so I just didn't tell uh, my friend who's my teacher yeah. I just didn't tell her I was pregnant so I did it anyway yeah but I was like so dizzy <laughs> I was like feeling awful yeah. and I was thinking 
I'm going for my black belt. She'll think, why is she so weak? Like, <laughs> and um, and so, but I was like determined to do it still because I'd trained so hard. And then it was like last minute I'd found out. And um, anyway, I told her after, like, and she was like, I knew. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> women's women's intuition, I guess. So when did you start kickboxing? Um, about. Mm, like six years, seven years ago, maybe. Oh, wow, so not yeah. long then. Yeah. God, you've yeah. done really well. Yeah. I would just thought that takes years for people it to... Can, yeah, it can take like ten years, but I, I got a belt consistently every year. Wow. So, yeah, so like people normally, you know, they take breaks in between or whatnot. Yeah. But it was really lovely, actually, because, um, well, I did go to another school originally, but then when I found this brilliant one, like, um, I made really good friends. And then four of us did our belts every year together. Okay. So we kind of kept each other going and, you know, it felt like it felt like you couldn't. You couldn't not do yeah, it because yeah, we were yeah. all doing it together. So I think that's why it happened quite quickly. So yeah. Well, had you done anything like that previous? Um, like I tried little bits and bobs. Like I, I talk about it in um the Black Belt Women, but like I, I knew that I would love martial arts, but I could never find the one I wanted. And yeah. like, and my dad um has done karate for years as well. Um, so like, you know, he used to take us to like displays and things like that. I was always really interested by it, but I couldn't find one that I loved. And then when I tried kickboxing, I was like, oh, this is so fun because it's, it's like traditional martial arts, but it's like more modern as well. Cause yeah. it's fun. Um, so yeah, I really like it. <laughs> How often do you do it? Um, well, l- less lately, <laughs> but, um, I try and go like two, three times a week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But um, but yeah, I've been a bit a bit lax lately. Just once a week, but um, I'm gonna once get a back week's into still it. Good. Yeah, yeah. I'm just keeping my toe in the water. Yeah. <laughs> so it's in Hackney. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not yeah. far. No, not far. So not far in the car. So what was that book about then? Who wrote it? Mm-hmm. So it was multiple authors. Yeah. So like Whose we all wrote was a it? chapter each. It was the publisher. Okay. So she is a black belt. Uh, like third dan in taekwondo oh, wow. and so she was like oh this was an amazing experience for me so i want to get other black belt women from different martial arts involved yeah and a friend knew her and you know um and the rest is history as they say <laughs> i'm gonna read that yeah because it is just so it's just about women that yeah like using um martial arts to like kind of get them through tricky parts in their life yeah. because it's really therapeutic doing any martial art really well any sport I suppose like yeah. you know um yeah like I was talking to your friend Nick about dance and she does yes. that as like therapeutic and yeah. like makes her feel good and I do kickboxing and I think yeah it's just it's just nice to do something to get your body moving yeah. really isn't it definitely. yeah yeah it definitely helps I go to the local gym mm-hmm. and I well, I started exercising when I separated from my girl's dad. Mm-hmm. I started doing the body coach. Oh yeah. Um, and I did it for two years actually, and it was great. It got me moving. Yeah. I lost weight. Mm-hmm. I got weights. 
which was good for lockdown when everything went to its heart. Oh, yeah. So I was like, oh, I have loads of friends. But then I kind of got to the point where I felt like I wasn't going to go any further with it, so mm. I joined a local gym. Yeah. And I absolutely love it. Yeah. But for the mental health aspect. Yes. And I think it's important for the kids to know that you need to take responsibility for your physical health. Yeah. You know, as well. Yeah, definitely. Because I never really had that. If we, you didn't play sports. Yeah. That was it, wasn't it, really? Like, yeah. I, when I was younger and I didn't really... I yeah, really I think that's it. But it's like there's so many different ways you can get moving, isn't it? And yeah. you always find something that interests you. Like so for you, it's the gym. Like for me, I tried loads of different things and like never was into them. And yeah. then and then you just find something that clicks. And yeah, and like also funnily enough, like with the with lockdown, um, you know, at first the kickboxing was like all online and it was a bit different and so I was like no I have to be out doing something like yeah. I have to get out the house so that's when I started the cycling and like and and it was just you know it wasn't like I wasn't all lycra and like you know really fast bikes or anything it was just like bog standard bike and just getting out into like into you know the um, Walthamstow wetlands yeah. and just cycling around there and just getting out of the house is just yeah it's, it's good for you do I you think. go on the road or do you just kind of do um so yeah just road? yeah just like where wherever as I mean because it's like as countryside as you can get yeah. I suppose like just like I think we're really lucky in London to have so many parks like also yeah, yeah. like you know Rodden Valley Park, Wanstead yeah, Park, yeah. Walthamstow, even like along the canal, like yeah. in, in Hackney, um, there's loads of like nice routes you can do, and I think it's nice to be like you know if you can be by like the reservoir or be by yeah. the canal or whatnot, um, but yeah, I just think it's the getting out of the house for me, yes, yeah. um, makes a big difference. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Mm. Yeah. I never knew about the, because you, you live just around the corner from me, we just go to yeah. but down the bottom of our road there's a nature reserve mm. with a river in it, and I lived in South Woodford for 11 years, and I never knew about that until I moved, until lockdown, mm -hmm. yeah, because I didn't live, I lived over the other side of the train station before, Oh yeah. but um, yeah, it was just with lockdown, I've seen all these pictures of people posting that their kids were in the river, and I'm like, where? And I obviously knew there was. I don't think space. I know where that. Where where about the River Road in? Oh yeah, sorry, yeah, 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 got you. But um, and so I walked down there, and I was like, I can't believe this has been on my doorstep the yeah. whole time. Yeah, that yeah. was one of the good things to come out of COVID. I think was exploring nearby yeah, spaces. Yeah. So I think in London, it is you do just get into that mindset of tube into town. Oh yeah, yeah, come definitely. out. You know, yeah, don't really. Yeah see what else it's about but that's like I, di I didn't even realize like Walthamstow like marshes and everything like there was so many different like routes I could go along there yeah. cycling um like even in Hackney there's loads of parks and things to go to and yeah so I think that was nice to just like appreciate yeah. that yeah so how hard was it for you to get your book idea off the ground was it not too bad because you'd already had a relationship with the publisher yeah so because I'd already had the relationship like I just went directly to her um and also after writing the black belt women book I was like well I really love writing so yeah. I want to you know improve so I did like a course with her a writing course okay 
and through that course uh, I met loads of like interesting women um, who you know are authors of other books or may have never authored before uh, written before and um, and I said like at the end like you know would anyone be interested in this book that I've got an idea for and a few of the women from that course were interested so so yeah or knew someone who was interested okay and so then it started like filling out and people started getting interested um and then found a few people through because I also I started um like a coaching um coaching training as well yeah um so that I could help any expectant mums and things like that because um I feel like if I go when I go back to my day job um I manage like multiple people and I feel like if any of them are you know expecting a baby or whatever I'd be able to really support them in a way that I didn't feel supported and, yeah. and and because I think it's a way you know it's such a massive change and you need to learn to prioritize your workload and things like that and um have that work-life balance um and so um I've done loads of coaching training and I know that I'd be able to help other people with yeah. that now so yeah how so. have you found it um, work-life balance uh, with <laughs> and writing loads of books and becoming a coach. Yeah. well I think uh, well yeah I mean like everyone was like hang on wait you're on mat leave how have you written a book but I think I should really when like when I should just be chilling out and watching Netflix in the evening or maybe going to bed early I was I I just really enjoy writing like yeah. I genuinely enjoy writing, um which makes me sound like so such a geek but I oh, do like nice. it's it's like a way to kind of chill out and yeah. like I can just get lost in it. So when he was in bed, I would just like pick up the laptop and get going and and so that's how it happened really late yeah. late nights and then and then I'm like oh I've not even been to sleep and he's woke up for a feed. <laughs> So, yeah, so, like, that was, like, the first six months of mat leave, and then when the book was kind of in a better um, position and, like, we were just doing edits and stuff, I was like, right, I need, really need to start going to bed early. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. How long did you have off work? Um, a year. So, okay. originally, I thought I'd just take, as I said, like, cause, well, probably because I wasn't 100%, I, I said, oh, I'll just take... Um, six months but I'd probably be back earlier thinking that I wouldn't enjoy mat leave and yeah. then I, I've absolutely loved it from like the moment he's been here and I'd, I would extend it even more if I could but um yeah no I've, I've absolutely loved it and like really made the most of it and yeah yeah so I've done a 12 months so yeah. do you work from home yeah yeah I work from home do you is that gonna be standard now because of covid like were you in the office before I'm so assuming. i'll be yeah i'll be in the city two days a week probably okay and then three days i'll be at home yeah. um but maybe potentially i'll be doing four days and then the final the friday i might do a bit of the the coaching yeah. and the writing um so yeah i think it's quite nice to have i think that's another good thing to come out of covid is mm. the fact that they know that people can work from oh, home yeah. So they're a bit more sympathetic, I think, to people with families because yeah. I've never really... Un I mean, I've, I've worked from home for, since before I had kids, so... Mm -hmm. But I was like, I don't know how people 
do. If you're on nine to five, then obviously you've got to have. Yeah, it's a lot before of Before school, after school, you know, all that. And it costs yeah. a fucking fortune as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's good that, you know, they're a bit more relaxed now. And Yeah, definitely. Because, you know, like, you just. I, I remember, like, you know, and I never felt judgmental against anyone, but I remember hearing comments, you know, off people about people who were, um, she's going to pick up the kids again early, like, you know, things like that, and now I'm so hyper aware of, at, at the time I just thought, God, you're a dick, yeah. like, like <laughs> because I didn't have kids, but I never would say that yeah. about someone else, whereas now I have a child, I'm like, oh my God, that person, like, you know, they obviously were going to pick up the child, you know, and so, yeah, there's just so much juggling and, like, um, people not understanding it, whereas I feel like, especially when, you know, when the school's closed and everything and things like that, people are, like, hyper aware that, you know, it's not easy. (laughs) Definitely not. Yeah. And I don't, I suppose, until you have kids, you don't really understand. Mm Mm-hmm. But it is, I just don't, like, if your kids are sick, like, when I get a phone call, yeah. it's fine, because I can just go and pop and get them. But if you're in town, mm-hmm. in an office, and you've yeah. got to get home, you know, there's just so many things that you need to consider. Definitely. But that's yeah. why, I mean, do you work only with women, obviously, for, with, yeah, because yeah. I just think it is that men don't have to deal with that. Yeah. Do yeah. It's like, that's, that's a primarily, that's a woman's, Yeah. but we always want to get called when the kids are sick. Mm-hmm. you know whatever we're doing even yeah. if we're at work or at home you know yeah 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 that's our job <laughs> yeah it's interesting like I think to be honest though my husband would quite happily <laughs> work and go and get him so um but you know I think it's yeah it's 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 interesting because I wonder who they would call first because yeah. it probably would be the mum and then I wonder, like, you know, in, like, same-sex couples, then, who do they call? And, like, you know, is yeah. it, like, is it different? Like, yeah. you know, because um, it is interesting that, because, yeah, like, hopefully in this day and age, like, you know, guys kind of step up more and, and would pick up or whatnot, but... I think that's very yeah. dependent on the man, though. I think there are a lot of men who 100%, yeah. are happily very mm-hmm. hands-on with their yeah. kids because they yeah. love it, but yeah. then... People are old-fashioned, they'll yeah. stand back and... Yeah, yeah. 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 No, luckily, his dad is, like, really hands-on and, like, happily would get involved with anything or, or do anything. So, so did his sisters have their babies around the same time? Yeah, so one of them was three weeks before me and one of them was five weeks after and then my my own sister, but she's in Liverpool, uh, she had one six weeks after as well that's so really lovely cousins all yeah. together yeah that's yeah. really nice yeah really nice um so yeah so he's already got loads of cousins and then he, he already had an older cousin because my sister has a 14 year old as well so there's, oh, wow. there's quite a gap between yeah. those two but he, he's yeah he's amazing with both babies oh. he's really good with them which is interesting for a 14 year old boy because you'd think well maybe they won't be too interested in babies but he's great yeah yeah, yeah he's really good with them um so yeah it's 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 lovely yeah it's really nice like um he'll be growing up with all yeah. of those guys so yeah are they close by his cousins yeah so um Himes Park so, oh okay oh yeah. lovely yeah nice and handy <laughs> so when did the book come out 
so the book came out uh, about a month ago. Oh yeah. wow, so it is really new. Have you got a publicist? Yeah, yeah. Um, no I haven't. Um, so we've just been doing um, like the publicity ourselves really yeah. through the, the publisher gets quite involved with all of yeah. that. Yeah, Because yeah. I feel like you should be on this morning talking about it. Because mm. it is really important and people should know because I'm yeah. sure that you would then reach a lot of women yeah. who are probably going through it at this very moment. Yeah, well, you know I mean? well, that's why I wrote it, you know, because like um, when I was when I was kind of you know researching and like and then I spoke to pandas and they were like, no, you're not insane. This is like what you're going through. I started looking for it because I'm such a bookworm. Started looking for a, a book to read about it, and apart from like honestly, like when you like look for it, um, you could only find like kind of like old textbooky looking books that yeah, yeah. just have no feeling in them on you know that you'd never read um or it's all about postnatal none yes. of it's about antenatal yeah. anxiety and so yeah so basically i was like right well maybe i need to write it myself <laughs> so that's what i did yeah I think you need to be on telly. I'm trying to think if I know that I could get you on telly. Because it, it is really important. <laughs> yeah, it is. So how many other people contributed to it? 19 of us. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So they're all, like, you know, really interesting people. So, yeah. like, um, yeah, like, uh, some of them own yoga studios. Some of them yeah. are, like, uh, therapists. Some are, like, uh, there's, like, reflexologists. Um yeah, loads of different interesting people, so, yeah, coaches and things like yeah. that. Yeah. What's it called? It's called Strong Mothers More Than a Survival Guide. Yeah, but Strong Mothers for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you have a launch for it? Um. So, we, because we're in the UK and the publisher is in America, oh, okay. it's taken a while to get like a load of books and stuff, but we're planning a, a like a launch event. So, so uh, are the other contributors in America or are they here? So there is some in the UK. So one of them is in Loughton, one of them's in Wanstead. Okay, yeah. Um, one's in Wales, um, and then the rest are all international. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's been like a nice mixture. But I suppose also that's the good thing about lockdown as well is that it's kind of breached those gaps in between you know speaking to someone in the states or speaking to someone I don't know like yeah one of the authors is in Hawaii so the time difference is like crazy um but she was still able to be in the book and we were still able to speak and yeah it's been really lovely yeah that's the great thing with the podcast as much as I much prefer in person and it's brilliant that you actually live just around the corner I've spoken to people in America yeah. because it, that's a normal thing now. You just mm. do a podcast and you do it on Zoom, yeah, which yeah. It isn't great because internet dropping out and, you know, I had one because the clocks went back and I didn't realise. So when I set it, mm-hmm. I didn't realise that it would actually be an hour later because the clocks had gone back. So I was sitting there waiting and I was thinking, why isn't she there? And I would message her. She was in Vegas and then I realised that. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that is another good thing to come out of lockdown is mm. Zoom. Yeah, yeah, Even though it was around before, you just never thought to use it, did you? I know, well, we, um, we used it for work because because uh, I work for a tech company. Like We've got offices in Australia and all, all sorts, so we used it for that. But 
I would never ever be like, oh, I'm going to call my family in Liverpool via Zoom. That would just would not be a thing. So, like, whereas now you kind of, I mean, I would FaceTime, but you know, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You, you don't really, now I'm kind of more open to a video call, yeah. whereas I would always be like, no, just call me. I don't want you to see my face. <laughs> so, yeah. Do you see them a lot? Family? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we would just line up for like a week. Um and yeah, and, and we always did try and go every so often, but now also with a baby, everyone wants to see yes. him. Um, so yeah, we're seeing them as much as we can, especially after not being able to see them for a yeah. year. Um, and so how yeah. many sisters have you got? Two. I've and got, are they up there? Yeah, yes. so uh, yeah, I've got older sister and a younger sister. So yeah, yeah. So are you going to write more books? Yeah, I think so. So I think I'm definitely going to write, so um, I've got some like children's books in the works, um, like one teaching children about um, positive messaging and positive affirmations and things like that. Um, and then two, like one, the book that I wrote previously, um, which the children's book, it was about my nan's life. Um, so it's like she was an evacuee and it was like about that. Oh wow. Yeah. And Where did then, she go? So she went to the Isle of Man. Um, okay. And it was like kind of, you know, so, so to give children like a bit of in, like history lesson yeah. but also about her life. And um, it was really good actually like and I'm so glad I managed to do it because she passed recently. Oh, I'm and sorry. So, that's okay. And she, she had a really good life. And um, she, I'm just really glad she got to see it. Yeah. So was she, she was in so Liverpool? happy. Yes, yeah. so she was in Liverpool, but she was so I gave it to her as a Christmas present, and she was Aww. like overjoyed. And um, and then yeah, and then it did quite well as well on Amazon, and people were actually buying it. So yes. it was nice. Well, yeah. My kids did that in school recently because mm-hmm. Lola had to go in dressed as a evacuee. She had to make like a little card to say where she was going from mm. and stuff. So. Yeah, because like you've just gonna pass that on because you know the scare. Well, hopefully it would never happen again. But it's yeah, just... but you say that, but we didn't think you could. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So mm-hmm. you never know. Yeah, but, yeah. I don't think yeah, because we were talking about it actually. Because I think it is really important for them to know what happened. Yeah, and to know that it happened in this country, I think, is yeah. a big deal because um, some like the kids like you know, loosely know about Ukraine from what they've heard in schools and what you tell them, but to to say, like, oh, that actually happened to a grandparent of yours as well, it's quite yeah. a big deal, isn't it, you know? Um, but, yeah, so, um, so on the kind of similar wavelength to that, I'll be writing a book about um, my, um, like, grandma-in-law. So she's, like, a force of nature, my husband's <laughs> grandma, and... Um, yeah, I'll be writing about her uh, a little book, um, and then um, the other one, as I said, is like positive messages yeah. for children. So that's kind of its own its own little genre. So yeah, Lovely. but yeah, they're just because I really enjoy doing it. But I think yeah. I think as well, you know, there could be a second um, strong mother's book because yeah. um, from writing it lots of women have already got in touch like if you're doing the second one let me know because yeah. I've got an interesting story and oh, I just think there's so like every motherhood journey is different obviously and yeah and even if you don't think your story is interesting somewhat like I would probably find yeah. you know what I mean it's yeah, just totally. like 
there's there's always some advice to share so no definitely I love listening to people and hearing their experiences because I'm really nosy (laughs) (laughs) but I genuinely am really interested in people and I do think that that's how you educate yourself yeah it's by experience isn't it and it's good to share and it's good to talk about it as well yeah yeah definitely so I think it's really important yeah and because like you know with with reading and editing the book and meeting all those authors like I learned so much from that from reading their stories and like their tips and tools so I was like this book is as much for me as a new mum as it is for anyone um but it's just like a really good book because all those women are different ages different backgrounds etc and so like anyone could find their story like relevant or interesting or useful so I think that was the nice thing about it so I've got a story in there to help women in pregnancy, but it also helps people at many different stages as yeah. well. Yeah. Oh, so. <laughs> oh, well, thank you very much for coming to talk to me about it all. Thank you. Good luck with everything. Thanks. And I'll post links to everything. Great. Yeah, no, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Thank, oh, you. thank you. <laughs> yes, yeah, so you can get Christina's book, Strong Mothers, and contact her. If there's a story that you'd like to share, then contact her because if she writes another book, she's going to need people's stories. Um, and also contact me because I want to hear your stories. Um, but yeah, she was lovely and she literally lives around the corner from me. So we'll do coffee soon. But I hope you enjoyed it. Um, and if you have been affected um, by mental health issues during being pregnant or postnatally, then... I'm sorry for you, that's really shitty, but I hope that you've kind of found the help that you needed to get. But if you do want to talk about anything that's been discussed, then please get in touch. Not that I'm a medical expert or anything, but I do, I have got some recommendations for places to go. Pandas is really good. Um, They're a charity, you can find them on Instagram. I'll post links below anyway, in the blurb of the podcast. But I'm going to go. I've just had a coffee. Can you tell? Um, I hope you're good. Stay safe. Stay sane. Check out my other episodes if you haven't already. I have loads. But all different things. I get to talk to loads of lovely people. So that's great. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast. Please share the podcast with anyone you think might like it. Big love to you. And I'll see you next week. Bye. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.